Hi, this is Kat, and I'm one of the three hosts of the My Breasties podcast. Amy, Babs, and I recorded episode 24, this episode, on December 19th, 2022. This is a podcast about two sisters with breast cancer, me and Babs, as we talk about our experience since our diagnosis as young adults. Young adults is in air quotes because we were diagnosed younger than 40. If you are one of our sweet cheese 19, your love and support still mean the world to us. So thank you. And if you're new here, welcome. As a disclaimer, this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Always seek the guidance of qualified professionals. And I think that's it. All right. On with our recording. Okay. Um, hello. Hello. Uh, Amy. Yeah. You're sitting in the dark. <laughs> I don't, we just see like your hand pop up every now and then. Which... I thought the TV would be enough light for you to see me. I could turn the light on, but that would, that would mean I'd have to move. No, we don't want, no, we don't want you to move. It's okay. <laughs> do that. I don't want to move. <laughs> Unless you want to like. But I'll just your a random hand every now and then. Yeah, give us a sign with your hand. Oh, there's your face. There she is. Oh, it's so creepy. It's just it's just a touch creepy, but happy to be sitting in the dark with you. <laughs> well, how's everyone doing? It's been a while. I know. Um, time of year. Yeah, it's been a busy time of year. Uh, it's the holidays now. Last time we talked, it was well before Thanksgiving. We were talking about all sorts of things, like body things of the poop variety. And I haven't released that yet. <laughs> I still have to edit it. <laughs> oh my God, I thought you were talking about your poop. I was like, oh my God, you've been <laughs> shit since last time we yeah. Oh God, that would be really bad. That would be so sad. I'd have to go into like the doctor or something if that was the case. Emergency room, man. Yeah. No, I have since made releases, multiple releases since then. Just not the release of our podcast episode. Right. Just to be clear. Okay. It's just so funny staring at Babs and then Amy. It's just a black screen. Yeah. <laughs> And reaching out from the darkness. <laughs> B, how are you doing? I I've been feeling very happy, very up lately. Uh, I had a fun weekend. My best friend had her baby, so Tita, so mm. fun. Is she she's the first friend in your circle of friends, right? We had there are other babies in our circle of friends, but she is the she's like my bestie. And she, yeah, I mean that circle, that that tight circle, the, the tightest circle, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, both baby and mama are doing well, and Aww. now I'm very active on Tiny Beans that account social media. I'm very familiar. The burn yards set yeah. me up. <laughs> yes, we were we were. Uh, daily posters for I think two years because <laughs> yeah yeah so wow. it's it's another social network basically it's just another way to get content it's yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying tiny beans it. content <laughs> tiny beans yeah he's my favorite bean it's so cute um did he was he was this 
cute little baby. Um, was he born with a lot of hair? I'm just curious. Yeah, he yeah he has a lot of hair on the head. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen those babies that have like tons of hair? Oh yeah, yeah. I work with a girl who just had one with, I mean, so much hair. It was it, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was amazing. It was like looking at a little troll doll. Yeah, yeah. like that kind of hair. <laughs> What my my bestie told me is that like babies in utero have a lot of hair because mm-hmm. that's how they regulate their temperature. I think so. If they come out a little early, they have a lot of hair. Hmm. They just haven't shed it yet. Well, they definitely have bald babies. I don't know. But I don't know. no, you've got to okay. B, wait, you've what? got to look up these babies that have like adult heads of hair. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I had one of those. My, my dad was one of the, like, I mean, like a swoosh hairstyle and everything. You know? I mean, I thought I was one of those, but you gotta, you gotta Google this because yeah. it, it's kind of, it's, it's a phenomenon. <laughs> I could tell my kid had hair in ultrasound before I delivered. Like, they, get never- out of yeah, I never had seen that before. It was crazy. She's like, do you see all those little strands? Like, looks like feathers. And I was like, yeah. What is that? Like, just think it's fluid. She's like, that's your kid's hair. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was it just, like, floating in the... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Just, like, weird. wavy. <laughs> a little patch of seaweed or something. That's wild. I didn't know that you could see that. I mean, I knew like on an, on that kind of ultrasound, you could see detail, but I didn't realize it was the detail of like, hair yeah. floating floating I in there. Either. It was weird. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, welcome to the world, sweet little baby. Yay. So cute. Babs, I can add you to my tiny beans now, too, if you want some, uh, if you want to mix it up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> only only if you take us to karate, Amy. Oh my God, no. Which have you been back to karate? Since no, then? I'm still trying to cancel it. Damn it! It's really <laughs> the contract. <laughs> oh, the poop doesn't get you out. I would think it should, right? Like, I, I bet that's like. I would. I would think that's key negotiation. I know. You're gonna build it into their future contracts. <laughs> Oh, do you remember me? Do you remember my kid? Yeah, no, I'm not trying to show face there. I just want to get out of it. Oh my god. Oh, well, I hope that 2023 brings you poop-free karate (laughs) classes somewhere else. Tells me I will not have a poop three 2023. No, probably a poop-filled 2023. Yeah, double the poop. Um, Amy, how are you doing? I always ask B, but you know, and everyone asks me how B is doing. So, Amy, how are you doing? <laughs> no, everyone asks me how both of y'all doing too. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just feeling stressed. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of things happening at the same time, but it, you know, that's that's actually like kind of status quo. So, I think to- like holidays are extra stressy. Yeah, I always but think that, like, oh, you'll have this time off of work and, like, you'll be able to relax. But then I'm like, oh, it's not really how it works, you know? It's not that relaxing. Well, you also have a kid. 
Yeah, and I have family coming in town and just, mm. I don't know, just anxiety in general. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't like, take off for the holidays. I know someone with some really good CBD gummies. Yeah. <laughs> can't have them. <laughs> Not sponsored, Elysian. Get yourself some CBD gummies for the holiday for that extra stress. Fuck up, man. Seriously. So, B, you okay? Last time we talked, you had you had already finished your last course of chemo. I think you were still within that two week window. Mm-hmm. Now you're in rads and some radiation. So, how is that going? And where are you in that cycle? Okay, so I um. Oh no, that's like the one thing I forgot to do is figure out where I am in the cycle. I'm like 45% of the way there. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It like, not to minimize anybody else's experience with RADS, Mm -hmm. but because I did chemo, I did surgery and chemo first, this feels like nothing to me. Yeah. Like I'm tired because I have to go in every day and wake up early and my schedule is kind of like out of whack um and like that and then i am feeling a bit more fatigued and i'm getting the other side effect of a little bit of redness which is normal that uh little oh your little radiation burn Mm -hmm. yeah um but other than that it it's you know it's going okay like i like mentally i'm feeling a lot better a lot happier um I think just like being around people again is really energizing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I went to a little holiday party this past weekend and caught up with friends and met some new people. And I only mentioned cancer once. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big milestone. What Um, was the, in what context did you mention your cancer? um, This new person I met caught a glimpse of my limb alert bracelet. It is very color. I'm sh- I'm showing you guys. Nobody else. Oh, it. that's a limb alert bracelet. It looks like the cutest little beaded bracelet that you put like your best friend's name on it. Yes. Um, because, With beads, not the gold was, ones. That was intentional um, because other medical bracelets just made me really sad. And yeah, so- that is super cute. Did you it's have really that on cute. during Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god, I didn't notice it. But I was also wearing a watch on that side. Um, so maybe that just kind of. So what does it say? It just says. It lim- says oh, lim- it says limb alert. And so okay, this person like touched my wrist, and he was like, "What does limb alert mean?" And I had to like launch into the context, like, "Ooh, I have cancer." That everybody gets really bummed out for a second, and it's like, "Oh, I'm but I'm fine." <laughs> like, I wasn't. it's like how do i how can i mention cancer in this conversation and then ghost (laughs) like slowly back away that's so i'm so proud of you wow that's so good did you bring a wig what's that did you wear a wig i did i wore my really long wig her name is oh my gosh that's so oh yeah what what are the the wig names again uh, so the long one is Ava. Mm-hmm. If you watch um, Abbott Elementary, it's named after yes. Ava. Yes. Um, 
lots of confidence, lots of power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my other wig's name is Moira because it's a little sassier. And so that's Shit's Creek Moira. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little lip on the end, which I can curl out, but it right now that's I love the energy of these girls. Yes. Well, that is a milestone. So you had a really fun outing in a social environment and only mentioned cancer once. Only once. That's great. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, only you two can see this. My hair is growing Your back. Your hair is growing back. <laughs> I look like a military recruit, but um, but look, they're like it's it's growing back like a calico cat. It's, it is uh, like dark in places and not. Your noggin is so cute. Can I say that? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. You can. Your eyebrows it. look so good still too. <laughs> wow. Guys. And your eyeliner is so on point. It's like real good. Wow. Tell us about we your outfit. So we, we were actually talking about this, Amy, before you got on. I was like, oh, wait, you got to tell Amy this. Oh, Amy. So my my bestie with the baby um, got me this for Christmas. It's a sweater and she had it embroidered to say it's a pivot table. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Because I, I really love Excel and pivot tables, and we were lamenting that. Oh my God. I've, um, as you know, gotten on the TikTok quite a bit. And they have, like, right now, what I'm watching a lot is people using Excel to basically create data visualizations that look like they're something out of, like, Tableau or something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like 95% of the stuff you, like, already know. It starts with a clean table and pivot tables, and then they show you, like, how. Cause like Excel has layers where you can create all these different visuals. And so, I don't know. It was just, that's where I'm at right See, now. So. I don't understand why younger generations don't know Excel. It's all over TikTok. It's like your medium. Well, it's really PowerPoint too. <laughs> I just learned all this cool shit you do in PowerPoint, except for the fact that I would never do it because it takes like 47 billion steps when you can just do it in like Prezi and, you know, too so mm -hmm. i don't know but it, i mean powerpoint's pretty powerful too it's all the same kind of technology really i mean it's all the same stuff in the background so yeah you can basically create powerpoint looking presentations in excel and you know really cool animations in powerpoint but i'm not oh. gonna do it i just like to watch other people do it is it oh, is it soothing i think it's just interesting <laughs> just like, like bob what? ross painting you just, you just have anyone of time to do it is pretty fascinating to me i'm into it yeah i like it i don't know if my algorithms figured that out but i haven't really been on tiktok i think i'm like slacking on my homework i just sent you one right before this so you can't have to get on it. i gotta get back on it i sent you homework um yeah babs amy and i were just talking about excel earlier today and just you know, younger generations, you really need to. It's a life skill. <laughs> yeah. Some Excel. I just assume anyone who went to college knows Excel, and that's like apparently not an accurate assumption. No, 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 no. A lot of people don't know Excel or use Excel, even if they've yeah gone to school for business and stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Ugh. Um. So B, okay, you've got radiation. You're 45% yes. done. Amaze. Yes. So 
Are you yeah. are you guys thinking about like I want to go on this trip when I'm done and all these things because yeah. I mean you have to be there every day through the course of your treatment and then you're done with that. It's true. Yeah, so my so I have 36 rounds. 28 are like the full quadrant and then um eight are booster rounds so they're like more targeted to where the tumor was Mm -hmm. um and so my last day will be january 19th and that's one month yeah Yeah. one month from the date of recording (laughs) wow and uh yeah so we have to stick around so we uh last year we went away for new year's with some friends and that was really fun and of course it was like pre everything. So, mm-hmm. um, we were like, Ooh, maybe we can do it this year. Cause maybe we can go on a weekend, but it just won't, it just won't work. So we have been talking about what trips do we want to go on and when can I go on them? But I mean, and, what, what uh, surfaces? I don't know. I want to go somewhere warm. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. I'm like in Mexico or something. Yeah. That's- national park uh i i told george i was like i in 2023 i want to go to more national parks Mm i want to go camping you're closer to them too i know i know know. what else be what else you got oh i want to go to maine (laughs) That's cool. I don't know. It's not very warm. No, no, that's like a summertime thing. Mm. Um, I mean, do you have anything else? Do you have like your hormone treatment or whatever? Like, just did they figure that out? Mm. Oh, yeah. So I have to actually, I, yeah, in this time between recordings, I went to see my medical oncologist. And she said that she wants me to start taking the Orlissa, which is the hormone suppressant, mm-hmm. uh, on January 2nd. She wants it on a Monday. She wants it to be around people mm-hmm. when I take it. So um, because I guess if you're allergic to one medicine, you can be allergic to many. Oh. So mm. super comforting. Uh, so I start that on the 2nd. And then after... Uh, and this is a new piece. After radiation, I am also doing uh, an aromatase inhibitor. Yeah, which an aromatase inhibitor is something that blocks the conversion of precursor hormones and estrogen into estrogen, thereby preventing the growth of breast cancer cells. Mm. Typically, they use it in postmenopausal women who are no longer making estrogen in their ovaries. But for women who are still having cycles, it's used along with something else like Orlissa to tell the ovaries to stop making estrogen. Mm. So when you're on the aromatase inhibitor, it's really important that you keep up with your bone health because it mm. can increase the risk of osteoporosis and joint problems in addition to yeah. liver, kidney, adrenal effects. So it's similar to cat. Is this kind of throwing your body into menopause essentially? It can. Yes, yes, yes. For me, it's a bit different. I currently, at the time of recording, I am going through perimenopause, 
which I originally thought it was just going to throw my body into menopause, but apparently it's like a slow, (laughs) it's a slower process than that. Um, And they don't consider you on menopause unless you haven't had a cycle for at least a year. Oh, wow. Um, And so right now I went, my cycles were typically, I mean, like clockwork every like 26, 27 days. And now they're stretched out to every 30 days and then maybe like one day and it's light. So I'm kind of like, oh, you're, it's kind of sad. I don't know. I I have like some, not, maybe it is an emotional connection to my period. I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. And it leaving me makes me a little sad. I didn't have a period for nine years and I loved it. (laughs) And it was great. Yeah. What was going on with you? What? I had an IUD. There you go. Oh. Tamoxifen, so unlike the aromatase inhibitor, tamoxifen is a selective estrogen receptor modulator. So it's blocking estrogen receptors on breast cancer cells to prevent growth of breast cancer. And it's more bone protective than aromatase inhibitors, which is why they don't, they don't require me to get like bone density screenings and that kind of thing. Mm. Because, oh, yeah, I was wondering Because it's, it's very targeted. So it's actually okay for my bones. Mm. Yeah, I had to get a bone scan before well i actually requested a bone scan because i knew that this would affect my bone health and i got in touch with a physical or no personal trainer today so that i can oh you did work out yeah yeah the working out (laughs) the working out (laughs) (laughs) and in my reaching out i was like i just need to be held accountable please (laughs) Yes. That's yeah. Like, what are they recommending for you? And like working out, what is that like? Um, so like weight training yeah, and a lot of walking and stretching, I guess, because my, um, my heart health is improving because it got affected a little bit with the chemo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so a part of it is like, I can reach, um, a higher BPM where I'm like working out, I can reach it like with just walking. (laughs) Um, So I have to like build that strength back up so that I can get a bit more physical. (laughs) Um, I don't know. A personal trainer is going to help me figure out what my boundaries are. How often are you going to see them? I don't know. I, it, they haven't even responded. This was something I did like three hours ago. Did you reach out yeah. to like a gym or what? The uh, um, the the club, the country club. Oh, the country club. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're a part. Of that. We're a part of yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's back up. So. So it's not like Babs opted into a country club. You just married into it because <laughs> your husband, your husband's family has been part of this country club for like eons. No, I just love how Babs in like her early 30s. She's like, yeah, the, the country the club. The country club. <laughs> the country club. Um, yeah. I, 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 
I have a hard time with adhering to rules mm-hmm. and like for clothing. I got in trouble a lot when I was uh, in dance classes because I wouldn't put my hair in a bun mm. and I would wear, I wouldn't wear pink tights some days. You had to wear pink tights? For ballet, yeah, you had to wear pink tights. Yeah. I clearly don't have any trauma from going to that dance school, but mm-hmm. I have a hard time with rules. So I, going to the country club where I can't wear jeans. Well, you're not going to wear jeans to ex- work out. Well, yeah, not working out. <laughs> but you, you can't wear... Uh, you can't wear like workout clothes in the clubhouse. You have to change before going into the clubhouse. What? So like if I go to the gym and then want to pick up food, I have to change into nice clothing. Right. So even no. just pick up food? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Yeah, see? I have a problem, but um, that's what you plug really nice. cancer card and you're like oh I have cancer I just need to pick this up real fast sorry I'm gonna take my hat off real fast oh yeah sorry my hair's growing back due to my cancer <laughs> yeah. oh my god but no it's actually pretty sweet we have access to a lot of things and it's not very far from us so yeah that's nice uh, very nice um they also have like massages and facials, I learned. What? So I yeah. at the country club. Yeah, at the country club. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been slacking on the. How often are they available. doing that? They, it's on demand. But is it like <laughs> is it like, you know, someone who normally knows how to do those things, or is it like someone from high school? And their part-time job is, like, giving massages and facials. No. No, they have trained staff with, like, I just need to check. This is no, just a yeah. check. This is a wellness check. Mm. No, my wellness is about to improve vastly improve. in 2023. Vastly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, Amaze. Um, I love it. Mm. So when are you starting all that? You haven't even heard back from them, huh? No, I, again, I, I just emailed them a few hours ago. Um, but I did tell the trainer, like, <laughs> I have cancer, like all these things, like I'm feeling very fatigued mm-hmm. and I need help doing X, Y, Z. Um, but it probably, I probably shouldn't do anything until the end of January because I'm still considering me yeah 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 how um like how how long after chemo are you still considered immunocompromised three months wow okay yeah but i did get my booster and i got my flu shot so i'm feeling that extra layer of protection yeah are you feeling much fatigue from i know you've you've definitely feel it from chemo are you feeling any more of that is it compounded with radiation yet i just they ask me this all the time in my weekly meetings with my Mm -hmm. rat onc um and i just like i can't tell the difference like the difference between fatigues or like you just don't know your fatigue yeah yeah between fatigues because i you know it my fatigue 
is my brain being like, oh, you haven't worked out in like a year. So of course you're going to get tired is that, walking. But that was like normal for me. So like you, you always worked out? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, didn't. I always work out. But in the beginning of this year, like January to March, I was really good at doing like yoga every day and going on lots of walks. So it's feeling really strong. And then after I got diagnosed, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to move anymore. <laughs> we don't need anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fatigue is a common symptom in patients with cancer and is nearly universal in those receiving cytoxic chemo and radiation therapy treatments. And it continues to be a disruptive symptom after treatments and with studies showing that 17% to 29% of cancer survivors experience persistent fatigue for years after completion of active therapy, as reported by cancer survivors. There's also the weight gain part of it, too, from chemo being on all the steroids. Mm -hmm. It's also yeah. been affecting my movement. Well. Yeah. Just taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. That's all we ask. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started seeing a naturopathic doctor last week and she was like, Do you exercise? And I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean what, what is exercise? Like, is it just like they like my physical therapist was like if you're not like actively like lifting weights. You can do the dishes. That is not can... exercise. I mean, that's like normal. That's like normal life stuff. But you go on lots of walks. With I go noodle. on walks, but I am not raising my heart level. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like a oh, constant, yeah, you know, it's just. Um, yeah, you're not going to like an anaerobic no, state. Yeah, exactly. Like my heart rate doing the dishes is the same heart rate that's going on for a walk. <laughs> like it's not, it's not the same. And I, I need to do, I need to do at least 20 minutes of exercise on a daily basis. So in January, she has me starting a cleanse and she looked, she looked dead into my eyes and she was like, look, you need to exercise 20 minutes a day. You need, let's start on this cleanse just as a good reboot. And let's wait till after the holiday, which I appreciated because, because it's such a stressful time and I want to eat yeah. everything and I don't want to limit my options. So what's the cleanse? Well, let me back up. So because of my symptoms, and really they're minimal in comparison to what other people experience, but this is my experience, and I wanted to combine science-backed, you know, science-based medicine and methods with other um, non-traditional or more like ancient <laughs> methods. And that's what the naturopathic doctor is. And I, instead of just um, like taking medicines to respond to symptoms that I'm feeling, like I want to know, is there something that I could be doing to optimize my health so that I don't have to feel a certain way of these symptoms or whatever? 
Does that make sense? That makes sense, yep. right? Sounds holistic. So really, a naturopathic doctor is going to figure out what's standing in the way of what health is to my body. So looking at factors like poor diet, digestive disturbances, inappropriate and chronic stress, individual disharmony, and really helping me create a healthy regimen. So started seeing her. She, um, what did she do? She gave me, I had she took my blood for a food antibody testing, which is going to look at just how, what my immune reaction is to 96 different foods. Basically we're trying to look and see what inflammation is my body experiencing on day 19 of my cycle. Um, I will do a salivary hormone test um, just to double check and just see like, what are the measures of my adrenal and reproductive hormones and like how balanced are they? And then we'll do a poop test. Apparently naturopaths love poop. Well, your poop can tell you a lot. Yeah. Your poop will tell you a lot. So stool testing. So really assessing the state of health in the large intestine and determining if any like probiotic or friendly bacteria are missing from my microbiome or if anything is growing like bacteria or yeast that might be making me sick or, you know, what are some other like natural substances that can help get things back in balance? Um, Because, you know, like whether you're pregnant, you're just not eating right, you've gone through cancer treatments or any other like type of illness. I mean, your insides and your gut, (laughs) I feel, take such a hit. Um, So the stool testing really is helpful for constipation, diarrhea, IBS, gas bloating, and then ruling out other serious digestive disease. Wow. So this cleanse, so I'll start the cleanse at the beginning of the year. Amazing, excited. It's going to be like a three, three weeks of a cleanse. And basically it's like elimination and really, yeah, yeah, really detoxifying um, the skin, intestines, liver, and kidney. The way that my naturopath has positioned this is, Eating in this way gives the body a break from anything causing extra stress or inflammation. And it's encouraging healing of the digestive tract, digestive tract, and improves liver and kidney function. She, I walked out of there last week with a tincture. Do you know what a tincture is? It's like a little bottle mm-hmm. of herbal, an herbal concoction. Which I love. Like, I totally love this blend of medicine. And, I mean, for naturopaths, it's often, I mean, people, like, are like, oh, do you just find a naturopath, like, on the internet and you can just, like, hire anybody? But regulated naturopathic doctors go through rigorous four-year science-based medical education at an accredited or candidate school of the Council on Naturopathic Medical Education. Um, And they also have a minimum of two years spent studying the same biomedical sciences that prepare medical students to be doctors. And yeah, there's a lot of like science still baked into what they do and they have to be accredited. Wait, I have a question. 
you're doing the cleanse and then those tests or you're doing the tests first to get your baseline like this is what I normally eat I'm doing it's all I mean then- I will do the stool test in January as well same with the hormone test I already did the food allergy test um, I don't know if it's going to make that big of a difference if I wait to do the cleanse. I don't know. Yeah, I guess because if they've already tested if certain foods are making Yeah. Them. Well, that's very exciting. But getting back to the cleanse, what is it? So she has this thing called the morning drink where it contains two vials of this tincture that she gave me, which has dandelion, milk thistle, ashwagandha, and I don't know if it's burdock root or if it's like a different type of root, but it is very... Um, botanical that drink plus water plus you know half a lemon juiced I have to drink a shit ton of water and I have to avoid things like dairy gluten refined sugars grains and flours no coffee black tea or alcohol and no food additives or non-food ingredients for three weeks so what can what can you eat vegetables and fruit yeah i mean basically i mean there's like foods to enjoy throughout the cleanse so phase one is the elimination phase where oh maybe it's just two weeks that's not terrible so elimination phase is fresh raw fruits uh, raw steamed blanched roasted veggies non-gluten grains fish healthy dressing seeds nuts Uh, Fresh ground flax and chia seeds, nut butters, beans, lentils, hummus, poultry. I can have eggs and soy that first week, but then that second week, they pair back on some of the things that I can eat. The last week Mm. or the last few days are the same as the first few days. But that second, the second phase in between is all like about clearing out. I fucking hate diets. I suck at like the... You can't do this. I'm really curious how it's going to go. I think you did for your skin one time. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, when you weren't you're right. Teas? Yeah. Yeah, you did elimination. Yeah, I diet. did. Memory, man. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was uh, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Just I just remember because Kendra like, had that big dinner party for everybody. And she's like, is there any like food? <laughs> sensitivities or allergies and you're like wow i can't eat cheese i can't eat cheese or like any sign of meat or like too much dairy or he's like okay those are tough times (laughs) uh i don't remember what i ate which is so unlike you because i love to eat everything i love to eat everything love especially Mm -hmm. cheese I feel like if I had to go on an elimination diet, I'd need someone to write my entire menu out for me for she, the whole time. Yeah. Because trying to think of what to eat, I think, is the hardest part. Because 100%. Like, the, my naturopath yeah. definitely does that and, and well, gave nice. me recipes. So one of the snacks that you can have is an um, – it's like a broth <laughs> that you make. Like oh that's a God. that's a snack broth. It's a snack. No, that's a liquid. It's a drink. A snack. Some gluten-free products that are listed. There's a there's a bread called um 
Well, I don't want to name the, the brand because what if someone likes it, right? But basically, it's a bread that's egg, dairy, and gluten-free. And I just looked at her dead-eyed and I was like, what? What is that made out of? Water? <laughs> <laughs> Your bread's made out of water. What, are, what else is in that? <laughs> um, I think what is also helpful is... Have you heard of the brand Sakara? This is not sponsored. Yeah. No, they send me stuff all the time. They they really want me to buy it. It is in it is ridiculously expensive. I know. I know. I consider it except for when I do the math, I'm like, I cannot justify it. Same, Amy. Same. And I'll tell you a little secret. The authors have a cookbook. And I found the cookbook through my local library, Big Ups, love the library, found the book, and all of the recipes in the book are the same things that they offer as part of their food delivery service. Well, you just go yes. make it yourself. So That's I'm going to do that. Because you can meal prep the shit out of that stuff. The whole thing here, too, is that in order to survive these next two weeks after... Once I do this, is I have to definitely prep. I'm okay with meal prepping. I can I can do a meal prep, but I just have to have the plan. Like I need, I need a plan. I need to, yeah. I need to be. I mean, for me, it was so cyclical, right? Like I saw for a bit. I don't know if you remember this. Um, when I had Better Up, also not sponsored. I had a dietitian that I was working with, and she was all about like you know, encouraging me to meal prep and cause the, the meals that I would be eating were impressive to her and mm-hmm. creative. But my, my downfall is if I don't have a, like a dip or a sauce or something, mm-hmm. it's game over for me. Like yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like I need, I need, I need something already made in my fridge yeah. that makes it really easy for me to put something together. Mm-hmm. Like a pasta, which I can't have. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna eat. <laughs> There's some options, but water bread. Water bread. I mean, check out that book. So yeah, actually, let me look broth and stop whining. Like, drink your broth. <laughs> You're telling me to stop whining? I'm just saying, like, no broth. <laughs> I mean, <come> broth. <laughs> Okay, that cookbook, um, for anyone listening, if you're interested, it's called Eat Clean, Play Dirty. It's like raw vegan food, right? What, the the Saqqara stuff? Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, if you have $4,000, you could just join their eight-week program. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, like, I, I, would, I would get the food and be like, well, that's not enough. Let me go. <laughs> no. You're still buying and eating other food. Doesn't matter. No, on Amazon the book is thirty two dollars. You could buy it used from fourteen dollars, or just get it for free from your local library. Yeah, it's a good one though. I I do recommend it. I have made a few things from it and was delightfully surprised. But yeah, a naturopath. I'm excited. It's a I'm basically doing a, a four-month program with her, so we'll be able to just see how I'm doing. I'm 
I'm eight months. I didn't realize this, but I'm eight months into taking tamoxifen. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know, like I'm supposed to be on tamoxifen for at least, I think it's 18 months to 24 months. I can't remember. So you could be like a third to halfway there, maybe. Yeah. And so I have to be on it for that 18 month to maybe 24 month period. Take a break for three months. Try to have a baby. So right now I'm in this like stage of I need to make sure my body is working in the way that it needs to and that I'm optimizing my health, not just for me, but future state. Which is Do kind they of have weird. margaritas in this uh, recipe book? There are Why there are some drinks place? in that eat clean play dirty. That's book. what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got margaritas. Take a look. Recipes for a body and life you'd love. I mean, it's got turmeric in it, so. <sighs> oh my gosh. Um, yes. Yeah, they hit me up with their branding all the time, and it makes me like I love the branding, but. I'm like, holy shit. I know. I do the math every time thinking maybe it's going to change. And I'm Never like, no. changes. <laughs> Never changes. Math is the same. I'm like, oh, but the benefits, they look so good. <laughs> They've laid it out for me. So, yeah, I'm excited. That is something to keep everyone posted on. Some naturopathic medicine. I will say, to too, like, sometimes people think that naturopathic medicine is only for people with money there is growing insurance coverage for naturopathic medicine in a number of states so if it is something that you're interested in you could take a look and just see if your insurance covers it i will say though that not all states regulate naturopathic medicine like it's not available in virginia as an example what <laughs> fine <laughs> Yeah, just check the internet, check some, you know, approved websites if you're looking for a naturopath, but you can also look through your state, like state department to see if they're licensed as well. Oh, I didn't tell you this. So she is a breast cancer survivor and I told her who my surgeon was and she looked at me and she's like, that's my surgeon too. I was like, get out of here. (laughs) We had the same breast cancer surgeon. That's exciting. Surgeon sister. It was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be. If you're in a state where you can seek out naturopathic medicine and you want to incorporate it as part of your holistic plan, whatever that looks like for you. I mean, it's it's like with some therapists too. They can often offer income-based sliding scales. So, you know, it doesn't have to be out of reach interesting i just want to know when you're drinking broth as a snack so i know not to like upset you or say anything wrong during that time frame because i feel like that's gonna be two weeks yeah it will be the first Mm -hmm. yeah the first through the 14th i'll just keep that in mind yeah Yeah. if i seem overly cranky (laughs) or just not with probably it. It's broth, probably man. probably broth. We should record that yeah. week. That's when I'll start my uh, my blockers too, my hormone blockers. We can be chaotic. 
together. <laughs> yeah. We can have a rage episode. We're just, just raging. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, she also has a list of general principles regarding diet and daily routine during cleansing. What are they? Number one, eat in a settled and quiet atmosphere. No TV, work, or reading. Don't eat. Don't eat too quickly or slowly. I read that to George, and George was like, oh, just eat normally. Um, there's advice in here about eating to like three quarter capacity, like not eating to when you're full. Cause when you're full, it's like too late. It's already in there. <laughs> you're already, <laughs> you're already full. Your brain, your brain I only know it. when I'm full. Actually, I don't even know when I'm like, too full. I don't like even know when, when I'm full. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you know when you're at three quarters? I don't know. I think all of this just has to do with being present in your eating. Yeah, I think that's me. That's what a lot of this is. I don't know. That's hard. That's a. I mean, how how long you been eating, Kat? Your entire life? How many? My entire life. Oh my god, I've been eating my entire life. So I mean, these habits are pretty much, you know, not something that's going to change in two week period. I better. I have to change it. I paid I paid money for this. Keep you posted. Get super cranky. <laughs> more more than usual. Yeah. <clears throat> um everyone ready for the holiday? I don't really know what that means. Like what yeah, if, like does- are you ready? <laughs> Did I do a holiday card this year? No. Did I wait until the last minute to buy gifts? Yes. No one's getting in on time. Sorry. Oh, every everyone. This is like a happy new year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but do I have all of my cookie recipes lined up for the rest of the year? Yeah. This is the only time I make cookies. Yeah, same. Yeah. Making tie-dye butter cookies. Do you have a favorite, a fave cookie recipe? Me? Yeah. Chick has oh. got all of them lined up for the year. Oh. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I made the the Eric Kim gochujang cookies. Oh, those are, yeah, those sound good. And those are good, like sweet and spicy. Then I'm going to make some black sesame shortbread. Mm, I love a shortbread. Amy, what's your cookie? Oh, it just Matt really makes them, but he's made some gingerbread that's been really good. Mm. And um, I like a good classic sugar cookie, like, you know, or a Snickerdoodle is probably my favorite. I've never made one though. Maybe oh I'll try God. Snickerdoodle. Maybe I'll try to make one this year. Oh, those are good. My favorite. Ooh, wait, I think a peanut butter blossom. I used to have a problem with favorite. wanting to eat all the fucking dough. I don't even care about yeah, Amy eats, like <laughs> Amy eats raw dough. It doesn't and not I'm not just talking like cookie dough. I'm talking like bread kind of dough. dough. If it's dough, dough she's gonna I eat love it. it. Love that dough. 
I know. Like, what's the most dough you've eaten in any one Oh, my God. I don't know. I think as a kid, I probably... I mean, you don't even know when you're full. So, like, I'm really... I I probably have eaten an entire, like, roll of cookie dough before. I mean, I... I don't know if it would be in one sitting necessarily, but like as a kid, I mean, this is something that's again, your eating habits start when you're young. As a kid, I just, I, yeah. if, like my mom was making something in a bowl. I would, I would wait till she like turned her back and like, just like take spoonfuls of whatever was in the bowl and eat it. Terrible. Oh, now I, now I have a hankering for like chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookie dough. See? I feel like, yeah, I mean, dough has has uh, evolved over the years where you can just buy. Oh, the edible cookie dough? Like cookie, yeah, like edible cookie dough. Well, it's, yeah, it's I mean, no one's really getting salmonella. Just eat it. Like, what does it matter? Come on. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know in January you won't be eating no dough. That's for sure. That is for damn sure, which is why, I mean, I I told George the other day, I was like, I want to eat everything. Yeah, go ahead and I make yourself sick. Burgers, burgers and pizza and pasta. Yeah, you got 12 days. Huh? <laughs> so like, you got 12 days to be bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real bad <laughs> for the rest of this year. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anything else on the TikTok as we as we close this combo? I was trying to watch stuff before we joined and I was like, oh, this would be a fun to mention and I I, I can't remember shit right now. You were like cramp cramming. I cramming. Um I was on Instagram uh, and B, I don't know if you saw it's one of those like cancer uh accounts. And this girl used, or this person used, um, what was that a game app platform that you used, Amy, for Trisha's Going Away? Kahoot. What was it called? Yeah, they used a Kahoot to oh, announce. Oh, that cancer, I saw that. <laughs> I was just like, and the question was like, true or false? Blah, 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 has cancer. Casey has cancer. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> But they were real stoked over it. So you know what? Like, there you go. <laughs> good for you. I love a good reveal. That's a, a, that's a, a cahoots. A quiz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, can I ask one thing before we close? Um, What? Did you listen to when you were doing your radiation treatments? Oh my God. So what, okay. When we last recorded to now, okay. So in between recordings, Spotify released their, what's it called? They're like, uh, the, uh, 2022, uh, oh no. wrapped the wrapped Spotify wrapped. Right. Mine is by a French composer. <laughs> so my top, my top listening, my top like song of last year 
was a French composer, Eric Satier, Satier, one of his compositions. Because that's what you would listen to during rads. During reading, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. The same thing on repeat. And I would listen to it while I was waiting for rads, thing. during rads. And then, I mean, I would stop then, but. Because it would, it was, it wasn't, um, I wasn't riddled with anxiety or anything like that, but it was still um, anxiety provoking in some way where I had to have a washcloth over my eyes and I don't like tight spaces at all. Mm. It stresses me out. Um, So listening to that. My favorite though was when I was listening to it and then all of a sudden the music stopped because George took over my Spotify. George. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> Luckily it was toward the end, so it was fine. But oh man. Four out of my five top songs for 2022 were my you can do this, like you can beat cancer playlist. Um, But then my fourth most listened to song is Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got really into Peacemaker um, and I thought it was hilarious. And (laughs) that is so good. Um, I actually might listen, I might request that as my, um, my artist of choice for my next radiation tomorrow. That's super fun. So they play music for you. They play music for me. Yeah. But I've, I've tried to like keep it casual and, uh, but recently they were like, oh wow, you listen to really weird music. And I was like, what? They said weird music? Yeah. And I got really flustered and I was like, uh, my husband's a musician. He listens to weird music. <laughs> but I haven't been asking for anything crazy. It's like Japanese breakfast, the strokes, LCD sound system. Tame and Paul is the one where they were like, Tain, how do you spell that? Oh my God. What are they listening to? I have no idea. I, I don't know because they, because whenever I go in, it's like the person who last had treatment, it's like their songs are on. So I've listened to like metal yeah. or um, the Beatles. And then um, most recently it was Celine Dion and Josh Groban's The Prayer, which was like a little. Oh my, oh my God. God. But I was like, I didn't think that Tame and Paula would be like too out there. But every time I ask for something, they're like, LCD what? I'm like, oh no. Ask them for Krungbin next. Oh, actually, that was my first request and I had to spell it out. And that's when I was like, okay, I got to pull it back. And it still has not been pulled back enough, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, Krungbin was my top artist of last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was nice. Other than, you know, a super dead French composer. (laughs) (laughs) 
super, super dead. dead. That guy died in 1925, y'all. That's a long time ago. Good boy. Uh, thanks for the tunes, though. I enjoy them. Yeah, they're gonna have a fun time with Wigwam tomorrow. Yeah. We'll have to add it to the uh, My Breasties podcast tracks, which is a public playlist on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Anywho. Well, this has been a blast. What a treat. A little Monday, Monday evening sesh with you both. Yeah, it's been a while. It's good to catch up. All right, my um, resolution for the rest of 2022 is to publish two podcast episodes. Um, but we should totally record again. Yeah, let's. In, in the last days uh, before, <laughs> before we get into cleanses and other medical treatments. I have to hear how your exercise is doing. Ugh. Yeah. Keep me accountable. I need accountability beds. Mm, yeah. Well, I have to also figure out the whole exercise thing. So. Maybe I'll just give you what my trainer gives me. No. I'm going to do it together. No. I was going to do the Nike Training Club app. I love that app. Also, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I rank real low on the accountability scale when it comes to self-care and things like exercise. So I don't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe like paying for it could help, but I know myself way too much and it won't help me. I had to talk to about this in therapy and our um, approach right now is gamifying it and putting it to music. So like I listen to music in the morning. I might as well be stretching while I'm just listening to music. Okay. Yeah. It's that's great. Like, like that. So I, I told the trainer that I was like, I need music. Can you accommodate that? Yeah. Accountability is not enough. <laughs> For me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find a way. Oh, man. Well, okay. I guess we're going to end this here thing. I'll let you go. Amy's probably already asleep. We can't tell. Because she said that there's a hand. No, here. There's a hand. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Well, I am tired. I am going to sleep very soon. <laughs>